More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. And you're listening to Bish on Good Vibrations this afternoon on a Friday. Um, hopefully everybody's well today and looking forward to the weekend. Um, I've got a couple of work experience girls in with me today. I'm just trying to get my mics. Oh, there we go. Now I can hear myself. Um, yeah, a couple of work experience girls. And if you can introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Monique Westwell. I'm from Beldiver Secondary College and I'm in Year 12. And I'm Annabelle Hardy. I'm from Atwell College and I'm also in Year 12. Perfect. So they're on work experience, so they're my prodigies. <laughs> um, yeah, which is great because I've got a few people in the, in, the, in the studio with me, which is really nice. It's so much easier when there's someone in here to chat with. And then I've got Lana popping in in a minute. She's just popping out just something to eat because it is around lunchtime. So hopefully you guys have had something to eat. You've got your cup of tea and you're yep. relaxing for the afternoon. Have you had lunch, everyone? Um, yeah. I've had breakfast. Oh. <laughs> I ate lunch like five minutes yeah, she ago. she threw it, <laughs> threw it down her throat. Um, yeah, so everyone enjoy the afternoon. We've got some uh, an interview coming up at two o'clock and we've got some 80s music. Of course, these girls have no idea what the 80s music is, but I will have it pumped into them in the next ten weeks, I swear to God. <laughs> um, they will love it. Um, yeah, so um, Monique's just going to shuffle through the music and play whatever she feels like today because she doesn't know what it is. So she's literally just going to... Any mini, miny, mo, and play the music, but that's good because it's all experience and, and it's lots of fun. So we'll head into some more music now. And okay. what have you got to play for us? Uh, we can do "Ain't No Sunshine" by Bill Withers. That's correct. Thank you. Enjoy. More music, better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. And you're listening to Good Vibrations with Mish this afternoon on a Friday. I've got a full house here today if everyone wants to introduce themselves again. Hi, I'm Monique Westfall. I'm from Bodava Secondary College and I am in Year 12. Thank you. My name's Annabelle Hardy. I'm from Atwell College and I'm also in Year 12. Mm-hmm. I'm, hi, my name's Lana, and I am not in school because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> you're not old, my dear. You're not old, trust me. Um, you're doing... Um, just experience with us at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here for, well, work for the doll, but I'm hoping to volunteer. Yeah, I mean, you've been that, with so. me for the last two weeks anyway, so yeah. you're my co-host <laughs> at the moment. But yeah, so there's four of us in, in the studio, so we're, we're a bit busy teaching and showing people how to use equipment, which is fantastic. Monique's on the boards today, so she's the, the driver, and it's killing me. Giving the <laughs> control over to somebody else. <laughs> I can feel the tension in your it, shoulders from here. I know, it's killing me. So I wanted to talk to you all about your weekend. Now, I know, Lana, you had your son with you this weekend. How did that go? Yeah, really good, really good. Um, what did you do? We pretty much just hung out playing games the whole time because it was cool. too hard to go outside yeah. and do anything. Yeah. So we just, yeah. like awesome. we do We do parallel play really well. So mm-hmm. like we'll just have, like I'll, I was on the Switch he gave me this new Pokemon game for me to try playing, so that was really cool. <laughs> um, I was playing Pokemon Scarlet, and he was just messing around on the tablet. He's 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 doing all right considering he's not allowed to watch YouTube anymore. Oh, like okay. He, he started he likes spooky things, oh. so he started getting into like horror games, and a lot of that stuff is really actually geared at kids these days. Really? So like he was getting into like a lot of like spooky looking stuff, but it wasn't actually like it was it was like kids contact, but because like, he's seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know he wasn't allowed to watch it until <gasps> oh, he, he, okay. he was drawing some characters from, I think, Rainbow Friends. And, like, my ex, like, seen it mm. and, um, yeah, kind of... Told you wasn't off. <laughs> yeah, well, next time, I, next time I went to pick him up, like, I, yeah, she said, like, you know, don't, don't let don't him let watch YouTube. Like, it's banned from YouTube. And I was like, okay. 
Yeah, I, like, I agree. Yeah. YouTube's a bit rough. Because he, he didn't wrong. like. It wasn't like he was like you know, you know when a kid knows they're doing something wrong, they'll, yeah. they'll be like, "Oh, can I do this?" And you yeah. know, like kind of yeah. ask them that kind of way. And he, he was just so casual about it. Like I just thought that that's something he'd done at home. Oh, like, okay. I had no idea. He wasn't tricking you. Yeah. <laughs> no, he wasn't tricking me at all. It was. He, I think he just like, you know, found it by like you know, just going through. Okay. Uh, you yeah. know, well, I was because I'm new to all the the social media stuff and TikTok and all that, and YouTube, like you can literally type in something that's very innocent, and then something will pop up, and you think, oh my goodness, that wasn't what I was looking for. Yeah. So it's really easy for it to go from PGG to something well, that you thing, don't. Like, when, there's when, no when he was limit. watching stuff, he never he was never watching anything that wasn't aimed at kids. Like it was like. Oh, okay. Yeah, like can you limit it? Like, can you only limit it so uh, he's only going to see kid stuff, or is it just open? I'm not. I'm thinking you have like YouTube kids. Yeah, like yeah, you must like do. Yeah, because it really is pretty, sure and TikTok's even worse. Like, there's no limits on that. You can find anything on there. It's pretty rough. <laughs> Very naughty. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Annie, I'm going to call you Annie because it's the only way I'm going to remember. Yes. What did you do on the weekend? Um, what did I do on the weekend? I went to go see my friend. Yeah, this is a week ago. Now. This was a week ago. <laughs> yeah, it's more closer tomorrow. Yeah, I know tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, this weekend. Yes. Um, I'm going to go see one of my best friends. Um, probably stay with her for a couple of days. Mm. Um, and yeah, just kind of get everything ready for school again because, okay. you know, we're year 12s now. We have to do stuff at home, homework, <laughs> emails, that you should, kind of You should have been doing that for the last eight years, my love. Oh, I haven't <laughs> been paying attention much in school, so I'm surprised I made it this far. But. Okay. Emanate, what have, what have you got planned, I should say? Uh, I'm Tonight at 6pm, I have my first singing lessons with this new lady. Her name's Paris. Mm. Um... And I'm very picky with who I work with, so hopefully I get a good vibe from her. We're going to get her singing, by the way, before we're out. No, not we're not. today. Not today. <laughs> not, no, today. We're not. <laughs> not today, but she'll get comfortable um, in a few weeks. And then afterwards, my dad's picking me up because yeah. it's my dad's weekend. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I have planned with him. Normally, we just wing it. Sometimes he'll take me on the back of his motorbike. And oh, was he right? Because I'm a motorbike rider. What is he ride? You have to find out from Dad. <laughs> <laughs> tell, I have no tell idea. Him, tell him I'm a rider Indian scout. That's my bike, Indian. He has like a Honda one. I'm not too sure. Right, as long as it's not time. a Harley one, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So you've got a busy weekend ahead of you then? Uh, maybe, sometimes. I've got a massive weekend ahead of me, which is really unusual for me. I don't normally do anything. But um, my husband and I have got booked tickets tonight to see Ross Noble, who's a comedian, a UK comedian. He's coming down to Mandra. So we're going to go down there earlier because that's 8 o'clock and have dinner with my mum and dad or we're going to go out for dinner. Then tomorrow... We're going to see Sting at Kings Park. Uh, you girls probably don't know who Sting is, but he's the lead singer of The Police, and you probably don't know what The Police is. Yeah, mum does. Oh, yeah. Mum loves that. Yeah, so yeah. Sting's, Sting's on tomorrow. It's actually on tonight as well, but we're seeing tomorrow's concert. And then it's my son's uh, birthday, and we're going out for lunch on Sunday with everybody, so he's turning 25. He's my baby. So, um, yeah, so I've got a really busy weekend, which is, which is really good. But it stresses me out a bit. I'm not used to doing so much all in one time. It always happens at once. Like there's nothing. Mm. I do nothing for weeks and all of a sudden like, I've got something on every day. But that's okay. All, it's, it's fine. So, yeah, so we're all good. Um, let's play something else. Let's see if you can um, intro it in. You, can you read them? Do you know how to say it? would be interesting to hear you say some of these bands' names, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, let's play Dance Whole Days by Wang Chong. Oh, good girl. Excellent. Wang Chong. Enjoy. More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. Excellent. Hello, and you're back with Good Vibrations with Mish and Annie and Monica, Monique and Lana. We're all here. We've got a oh, studio full of people today. Um, I wanted to talk about what I'm doing tomorrow. Talk about me. <laughs> uh, it's all about me. Um, we're going to see Sting tomorrow, which you girls have no idea, but Sting is the lead singer of The Police, which is a very popular 80s band back in my day. Um, he's actually playing tonight, I think, at Kings Park. And also tomorrow at Kings Park. Gates open at 5 o'clock, uh, I believe, tomorrow, because I'm going to tomorrow. And his son, he's got a, an older son who's actually playing support act. So that should be interesting. So that's at Kings Park tomorrow. So let's play a little bit of Sting and uh, enjoy, because I will certainly be enjoying it tomorrow. More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. And you're back with the gang today. <laughs> I'll just say the gang because there's four of us in here today at Good Vibrations on this Friday afternoon. And it's such a beautiful day out there. I think it's only going to be about 32 or something today. It's not going to be too bad. It's been a wonderful it's summer. It's hotter been in here. It, I think it is always hotter in here because I'm in here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Anyway, it's lovely having people in there because I can use my old jokes. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it is, it's, we've been so lucky with the summer. It hasn't been really very hot, has we it? We haven't had a single 40 degree no. day, I think. And normally we get re- it's stinking hot. You know, it could be in the you know, early 40s. We haven't had touch wood. It doesn't happen. Yeah, let's all touch wood. Um, but it has. we've been very lucky with the weather, I think. So um, anyway, let's get off that subject. I want to talk about you, Lana. Uh-oh. Now, we've <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, people that have been listening over the last... Because this is your third week with me now, right? Yeah. We've been talking about your journey through rehab. We've been talking about um, before rehab. So we were going to discuss homelessness. Yeah. Um. I'm lucky enough to say that I have had n- no dealings in that area at all. So I'm going to leave it up to you to to talk about. You can speak as much as you need to or be okay. as open as you want to be. Um, uh, go for it. Floor's yours. Okay. Uh, I guess, like, it probably started way back when I was, like, a teenager. And I started hanging out around the city and stuff like that and started getting involved with, like, the music and the party scene and all that kind of stuff. And... Because my home was never really stable. Mm-hmm. It was, like, quite an abusive kind of home. So I didn't really, like, feel safe in that environment. Mm-hmm. So I started going into other unsafe environments <laughs> that felt safer to me because it was with friends and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, like, so a lot of my teenage years, even though I did spend time at home and things like that and I still had a home to go to, like, I did start okay. like couch surfing and, okay. like, you know, yep. not really being home that often and... Yeah, so that's kind of where it started. It was easy to and do I that was always than to like be home. Hanging out in the streets of the city and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And so I kind of got used to that kind of lifestyle a lot more. Just like okay, a bit more of a yeah, like. So so you had so, so you had a home to live in because you had your parents' home. Yeah, but because mom. it was an unstable environment, you felt safer on the streets. A lot of with the time. with friends yeah, and people that you were comfortable with. Generally, like uh, back in the day, I could go into the city and I, if I went in there on my own, I'd find like 20, 30 people within like okay. a little while. And you know, like that was just so. Would you work. actually sleep on the street? Have you no, had to sleep I on the street? I didn't until I was actually like proper homeless. So like not until like a few 
few years ago, maybe okay. like, I think it was like four years ago. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, that that was pretty much like from like 14 up until I was about like 18, 19, yeah. mostly. And then um, I moved out of home and started living with friends and stuff like that. Yeah. So that kind of stopped happening. Um, and yeah, I started working more often and all that mm. kind of stuff. So mm. it didn't, didn't happen that frequently. Um, and then when I was, so I'm trying to think of how long ago, four years ago. Four years when ago. I was 20, 25, I think, mm. like 24, 25, um, I ended up like being completely homeless, like no, nowhere to go. Okay. Um, yeah. So like I, I did ha- like prior to that, I had my own place, mm. but then I started having like mental health troubles and yeah. went into like a long term episode of psychosis. Okay. And basically just lost my marbles entirely. Yeah. Um, and, like, even prior to becoming completely homeless, I already started, like, hanging out with people on the street and stuff like that. Okay. And, like, getting more back to, I guess, similar to how it was when I was younger. Like okay. Just, yeah. Um, so, can you remember the first the day that you actually had to sleep on the street? Can you remember that? Yeah. How I did that I feel? I think I cried a lot. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like, I, I, like... So, I, like, when I had my home, like, I, I lived in a unit in, in Vic Park. Mm. Um, and I was there for about a year. And even though I wasn't paying rent for the last few months there, because I would just go and spend it on other things. Yeah. And, like, um, my real estate lady was actually, like, quite nice and mm. let me stay there until the end of the lease. Okay. I just owed them quite a bit of money. Yeah. Um, so, I like, I stayed there until the end of my lease. Um, and then I remember on that day she rocked up at about, like, nine in the morning. I'd already, like, packed up mm. what I thought I needed to bring with me, mm. which was completely... A lot of things that I didn't really need to bring with oh, me. Oh, I and see. Like I just had like a few bags of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was basically my life from that wow. point. Wow. You know, like that's all I had. And yeah, so I, I um, went into the city. I, because I was like so mentally unwell. Yeah. I didn't know like how to go out and ask for help, how to find support. Okay. I ended up finding my way to Rua in the city. Um, that same day. I don't think that same day. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm. Not, I don't. I don't remember it that vividly because, like, psychosis yeah, of kind course, of impacts course, yep. memory. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like, I just remember, yeah, having all my stuff and just like wandering around, occasionally, like sitting down places and, yeah, like just being scared, like just really, really scared. Yeah. Um, and you didn't know anyone on the street to help you out at the time. Vaguely, not not like, but because like I wasn't really in a state where I could like yeah. form connections or like you know okay. be like talk to people like I'm talking now yeah. and stuff like that yeah. you know I was All very much place. like not yeah. on this planet yeah. so yeah gosh okay um so that was yeah and lots of like really kind of unsafe situations like plenty of violence and other not so fun things happened while I was out there I ended up being out there only I guess I was lucky I was only out there for about three months well that's like well that's long enough yeah <laughs> Did you get beaten up or anything like that? Uh, Sexually assaulted? A couple of times. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't wasn't that great. Um, oh, my gosh. And sometimes I, I would find people to, like, you know, sleep in a group with, yep. which was a bit safer than sleeping yeah. on your own. Yeah. But most of the time I would just try and find somewhere to, like, wow. sleep. And, like, it's sweet. I swear, like, every time I went to sleep, like, one of my bags went missing or people <gasps> had gone through my stuff. Oh, and no. Like, so I went out with a few bags and by the end of it, like, I had, like, literally nothing. Is there other homeless people going through your bags? I, I can only assume so. Like, I that's don't, I don't see why anybody you else think would. think that they'd know better. Like, you know, that's 
Yeah. So you've got in the in the, in the world. I think thing. like when like for a lot of people, it's like a survival thing. Like okay. you know, take what you can get because you don't really have much. Okay, at all. fine. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And what do you think about the councils and at the moment putting up bollards and spikes on the floor so people can't sleep there? I think that's pretty ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, I think like especially like now, like since COVID, like homelessness is becoming mm, like even very much. like way more prevalent yep. than it was. Like, yep. and it's not just affecting like. I guess more um, disadvantaged people that, like, in general, like people from like, you know, like um, poorer backgrounds or people with like drug and alcohol problems. Yeah. Like it's actually affecting like everyday families yeah. and people that have yeah, no work. Like, you know, no like work. Re- the rental prices yeah. are going up so much. Exactly. So, like people that have lived in long-term rentals. Mm. Like a lot of people. Like I, I remember some, when I started getting help from Anglicare, she said like, you know, the reason that the priority and even on priority it's gone up like a year or two for the wait, at least. It's wow. because like so many people are like living out of their cars or have literally and they've got families go. as well. And these are people that have been in the rental market or you yeah, know, and they take kind of priority. Stuff. Unfortunately, they can't. No, no, not even that. Like they, it's like were previously able to afford to rent. Oh, and now like they've even been told from the places they're saying that it's going to go up like a hundred dollars a week or whatever it is. Like yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's just yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty sad, really. It's a sad, sad state to be in. Would have yeah. been really scary. I could I couldn't imagine having to be out there. I'm, I wouldn't know where to start. Wouldn't know where to go. Yeah, it wasn't that fun. <laughs> no. What What did you do to like supply yourself with like food and water on a so daily basis? When I went out, I still had my guitar and I would like busk and sing. Um, you got to get you two singing together. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like that for a while, like that until my guitar got broken. That was how oh. I like supported myself. Yeah, my guitar got broken by two not very nice people <gasps> who just like one of them like took it off me, and then the other one like jumped on it and They're like completely jealous. broke it. It was the guitar was older than me and like oh my absolute like no. like my most prized possession. And that'd be devastating. So what did you do then? Um, well, by that point, I'd already found some of the places I can get food. Okay. Like, really, uh, right. really, like really basic food, like yep. bre- breads and pastries and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I found, towards the end of being on the streets, I found Trambies, which is like on the other side of um, Perth, like North yeah. Bridge type thing. Yeah. And they do like meals all throughout the day. Okay. So, there were, and there were ways, and, you know, I would, I would steal quite a bit of food. Yeah, like that was good. that was kind of a vibe. What about option. showers and toilets? Rua and had showers and so did Trambies. So yeah, so but like good. I was and really washing really dishevelled. I used to have like hair down to my butt, and then mm. when I was on the streets, my hair got all matted and oh. disgusting, and I had like bugs and all sorts of oh things in my hair. No. It was not nice. My scalp is still pretty messed up really? from that. Yeah, and it's been years, and it's still still oh not recovered. Oh gosh, so. that's a shame. Yeah, that's, that's hard. Yeah, hard. That life. was the last one. after really the after I come off the streets, I shaved my head, and it was it was really really like raw oh. and not nice. Just <laughs> from the bugs and the, yeah. the matting. Ouch! You know how a dog feels, King Charles Cavalier or something. You know, yeah. With <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's really sad. Mm. It's really sad. But um, that was a time in your life, and I think I know it's going to sound. Oh, I'm not going to sound very nice, but maybe. You were put there for a reason because you today, what I see of you today, is a mature, level-headed go-getter that that's going to achieve because 
you're no when you're nothing like I don't think you, I mean I never met you back in those days but to to me what I see today is someone who's going to achieve their goals and you have goals to achieve at yeah. least so I I think you can do it and I I really think you're in a good place I'm definitely in a lot better place these days. I sort of, like, in a way, agree because, like, you've learnt your lessons to not do the bad things that you used to be able to do. And you're working on yourself mentally and physically and you are so strong for Mm. going through all that stuff. I would not know what I'd do if I was in that situation. I'd be, like, bawling my eyes out. I'd be, like, not knowing what to do. And, like, it's a shock to me because I read people but I... I just couldn't, like, imagine you, like, <laughs> going through that. Because mm. you're, like, you're very beautiful and you're, like, <laughs> you're very nice. And I wouldn't, yes. like, want anyone to go through that. And no. that's just, like, it just hit me. I, w- I was trying not to cry oh. before yeah. you were telling me. <laughs> but it's hard like, to hear. It is hard to hear. But, like, I've gone through horrible things. But, like, I just couldn't imagine going what you got. You went through. And that's and just, just only one part of it. I mean, Lana's gone through yeah. so much. And it makes you think about, like, when you do go to the city and you do see those people exactly. and stuff. Everyone's got a story. Exactly. There's and always not, a reason. They're not you know? all drunks on the side of the yeah. road. They're not. They're there for their reasons yeah. and, and, you know, many different reasons why they're on the side of the street. And it makes you think, like, your parents and stuff, like, if you're in, like, a good environmental home, you would never picture how bad the world is actually is because mm. of all the bad people who will hurt you and do things to you that you wouldn't even imagine exactly. or even think of doing to someone else but yet they do it to people on the yeah. streets yeah. Yeah. yeah it's horrible to think people could do that to another human being when you don't even know what they went through exactly mm. some of the um, it's also probably important to add like uh, some of the worst treatment i got while i was on the streets was actually from the police really wow. yeah. police are the the they, worst with they, those they're like um, I, I think as well it didn't really help that I'm a trans person mm. and like most of the clothes I had was like my like mm. femme clothes and that was what I'd usually wear. So they treated you differently Yeah, like even like I've had like prior to being on the streets I had like some negative experiences with police Wow. and it just got a lot worse. Like, um, That's sad. Yeah, there were some, some that just like Use their when, authority. They s- when they would see me like I'd, I'd get like moved on from places that were safe and familiar to me. Yeah. Um, even if I wasn't causing any trouble yeah. or doing anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, and just harassment, like... They, to me, it's like, in their eyes, they think it's just a pest on the yeah. streets that they just want to get rid of. But it's another human being. But so is a rat and a, co- and a cockroach. They're not rats and cockroaches, they're human beings. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's disgusting. Mm. That's interesting to hear. It's a shame to hear, actually. Yeah, yeah well, that's, I think we should... Um, Stop there for a moment and continue either maybe today or next week because we've got a few things on today. Are you heading off shortly, Annie? Yes, yes, I will be. Is someone picking you up? Um, I'm going to go see one of my friends actually because they live down. Are you here. ready to leave us? Yeah. If you want to, you can say goodbye now, and we'll catch up with you when you come back next week. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we'll see you next Friday, or everyone, all the listeners will hear her next Friday. Yeah. <laughs> because this will be her proper proper day of work experience. Will be next week. Yeah. Just popped in today to see what was going on. So I'll get her to use some of the deck stuff next week and sit her in the hot seat and see how you go. Thanks for <laughs> listening, everyone. Mm, yeah. Have see a great weekend. Thank you, guys. You too. And take care of yourself. And I think um, we've got some more music. We're we'd now like going to gonna be playing. Wouldn't it be good by Nick? 
Kershaw. Correct. If I, That's if correct. I said that right. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. Only on IPL Radio. You're listening to Good Vibrations with Mish and Lana and Monique today. We've lost one, so it's just three of us in the uh, studio today, or at the moment, I should say, until we have an interview coming in at two. So until such time as that interview comes in, I thought we would talk about why Monique is here. Now, Monique is a work experience, so she is a student in a high school. Um, can you tell us about the work experience part of it first? Um, How many wh- hours, days, what's it, what's it um, for? I'm doing it every Friday. Um, I get here probably around like 9 o'clock because mm. 9 o'clock is better than 9.30. Do you have to do a certain amount of hours? Um... It, I don't think it really matters okay. as long as I get over 110 hours by the end of the year. Okay, fine. That's so there is a there is a, a, a required amount of hours because yeah. you could just say oh, I can't be bothered going in today and stay at home. Yeah. What's going to stop you from doing that? Well, nothing. Nothing. But yeah. As long as you do 110 <laughs> hours for the yeah. year. Okay, good. So, what school are you in? Ramones. Beldivis Secondary College. Beldivis Secondary College. Okay, and that would be in Beldivis. Um, okay, so tell us why you chose to come to the radio for your work experience. Because this is something totally different. You, usually when you do work experience, you're doing childcare and you're doing office work. Yeah, but let's, let's face it, I'm not that basic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, just go for it. Just, okay, so you've opened the floor up now, so just oh tell, us, tell us why... The radio was where you needed to go. Okay, so music has been a part of, like, my whole life, as I've said. And, um... Just remembering the story that you told earlier may not be the people that are listening now. So you may have to start... Yeah. ...and explain again why you're here. So music's been a part of my life. And for my future, hopefully, praying touch wood... Um, that I can start my own type of business with, like, studio work and radio. So my idea for my future workspace is I'm going to have a two-storey building. Oh, um, this is very specific. I've planned this out okay. since <laughs> cool. last year. Cool. Um, so I'm going to be, like, studying music before I can do it and save up my money mm-hmm. for everything. So I'm going to have a two-story building. Downstairs, the left side is going to be like radio place. Mm-hmm. And then the right side is going to be like the studio place. So it's going to be a work place for young people or like all ages mm-hmm. if they want to start their music career. So like if they have a song that they want to Record. create yep. and stuff, they can do that. And if they want to do something like radio stuff like we're doing right now. Podcasts or something. Yeah, they can do that and then basically teach them. And then like around like the upstairs area is going to be like a safe place for kids. So like say if you're older and you have kids and they forget their keys to go home and they can't go anywhere, well, my workspace can be... Where they can chill out. Like, it's a safe place. Like, no judgment, no hate, just casual things like we're doing right now. Just talk about things, Mm. talk about your life, talk about the drama or the tea 
about school. Is that what it's called now? The tea. Yeah, spill okay. the tea. Spill the tea. Spill the tea, girl. That one's been around for a while. Ah, oh, I, well, I have been around for a while as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it would be like a nice place. So I'd have like video games. So cool. I'll like have a PS4, an Xbox, a Nintendo, whatever they prefer to play on. Mm. You kind of think like like a dropping center kind of oh, energy that, yeah. to it. Like like anyone can come in like through certain hours of the day. Yeah. And so it'll be like, like it'll be like open. It'll be open from like eight o'clock to like six. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be like an all day thing. Besides weekends, maybe mm. depending if I want to sleep in. Because <laughs> you are know you I gotta sleep. Are you sleeping on this premises as well, or are you going home somewhere? Going home. So you're not gonna live on the premises. What do you mean? Well, you could have your own. Place in there as well. Oh yeah, I'm gonna it or something. Yeah, I'll be living close to it. Oh, close. Okay. Or probably it when I'm first starting it, like while I'm working on it, I can have like a mattress in there mm. and s- like start it out. And when you've got your radio and your studio set up, are you going to charge people to use the equipment? How are you going to make an income? So I'm thinking it will be like probably around. Hmm. It's depending how long they want to do yeah, it for. Yeah. So, like, if it's over an hour, I'll probably charge them, like, $50. You have to work out your costs because equipment, yeah. you're going to supply the equipment. That's very expensive to start Yeah, up. I just got to work because when I'm – because I don't know no, of course. how much Electrical it is bills, now. So, it's depending how much everything the setup is. setup is, yeah. And so then you've like got your power bills, you've got your heating, you've got yeah. your cooling, you've got so your if security. So, if someone is recording one song in a studio, I'd probably charge them, like – Fifty dollars. Yeah, okay. and then if they're like on a radio and they're doing their own thing, I'll charge them like. Yeah, so it'll be time ten dollars or twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, you just have to work out your costs first. It's depending what they're doing. Yeah, but upstairs it'll be like free, free. basically, because yeah. it's all like a safe place for yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, safe haven. That's, that's brilliant. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, that's Absolutely great. beautiful. Oh my god! Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's really lovely for someone of your age to come up with something like that. I think that's magnificent. I, when I was young, like when we were talking about you and your experience and stuff, when I was a kid, um, like I wouldn't see like many homeless people. Mm. But when I was young, I used to have this idea where I had like a safe place for homeless people Aww. to come, and I'd have them cooked meals have them fresh water, fresh clothes if they want anything, mm, mm. just to help them get back on their feet. Yep. And I was about like eight awesome. when I was thinking that. That's awesome. Like, because I just want the world to be a safe place for yeah, people because yep. there's so much horrible things in this world that mm. young kids and teenagers and even adults yep. are not aware of. Mm. So I just want like to make try and make the world a better place and a safe place for people to like... Live in. It reminds me of that Michael Jackson song, Healed the World. I love that song. Anyway, that's an 80s song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't got that either. I have to put that on. Um, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic and very mature of you to come up with such an awesome concept. And I think, yeah. you know, if you can afford to keep that running and maybe you could get sponsorships to set it yeah. up. Yeah, my mum is always like supporting me in what I do like she is she's like in a way my best friend yeah like 
I tell her things that I wouldn't even really tell anyone. And then everyone's <laughs> like, how do you have such a good friendship with your mum? Yeah. Tell her the truth. Exactly. Tell her every single detail yeah. you, you want her to know yeah. so she knows you. I've got that relationship with my mum. Yeah. yeah. But with my dad, it's like sort of a different story. Because yeah. <laughs> it's your dad. You, it's you can't tell no. him like, oh, yeah, you like kissed yeah. a boy. <laughs> like I remember when I was like six years old or seven, I had my first kiss with a young boy my age and he was like, oh. I'm going to his house. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. He touched my daughter. I'm going to kill him. Oh my Get me shotgun out. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Well, that's brilliant. I mean, you know what? You've got a goal and that's something that you, yeah. I think we all have to have a goal to head towards, something that we can achieve. I think you need to achieve things in your life too. And yeah. it builds up your self-esteem as well. Um, it yeah. makes you feel you, you sound like you've got a very you're very confident are you very confident um I've suffered from like depression okay. anxiety okay. and stuff since I was little because okay. of like my past okay but since I am now opening up about my issues mm. with my therapist mm. and my mom and I'm more open and I think it's because I'm getting older and I'm getting mm. to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to be a kid anymore. No. I got to grow up yep. at some point. And I think right now, I think it's a good point in my life mm. to actually start getting my stuff together. Good for you. So, like, I do get, like, bad anxiety. Like, I'll have a panic attack. Mm -hmm. That's just normal. Yep. Everyone, everyone can get anxiety. Yeah. But I guess in a way I am confident because I'm confident with what I love. And what I love is my family, my friends, and my music. You're passionate. My, I'm passionate. Mm. I love like when I want something and what I mm. love something, mm. I'll try my hardest to do it. All. Yep. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, I also suffer from anxiety and depression. So, and I think we all do in here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone has a different form yeah. of it. Which um, I love IPL Radio because we're all a family in here and we've all got our struggles, we've all got our stories, but we're very non-judgmental. Yeah. And I feel very comfortable when I walk through the door um, yeah. because we're all, we've all got our stories and, you know, we're yeah. all, it's, it's very, it, we, uh, we always call ourselves the IPL family because we're very comfortable with each other. I literally, had only, I've only been here since... October probably so I haven't been here very long either but I feel like yeah. I've been here for years yeah it just it feels that way you know very comfortable around and it's hard to find people like that to be comfortable around and be open to yeah um and non-judgment you know I hate being judged and and people you know, yeah just, like that's the worst thing it's it sucks when you feel like you can't open up mm. and you feel like you you're like in a box yep because when I was younger when I was dealing with all my things mm. I just felt trapped yep like, it was so hard for me to, like, get out and show myself and be like, this is me. Yep. Don't like it, you can... Bugger off. Bugger <laughs> off, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find a nice yeah, word. Sure that was a nice <laughs> word either, but it was better than the option. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. like, I couldn't open up about anything and I didn't, I didn't trust anyone. I still find it hard to trust people, especially men, because I've had okay. some things... About men okay. that I don't like. Mm -hmm. How old are you? I am turning seventeen in April. Oh my gosh, you're so young. Like I'm dealing with my mental health. At a, I'm fifty five. Yeah, and I'm still dealing with stuff. Yeah, and learning. I learn all the time. And coming into the radio because we talk a lot about mental health in here. I'm learning a lot about it and a lot about myself. Yeah, but you, for, for your age, I think you've got a long way to go, girl. And I'm good girl. You know that's brilliant. <laughs> Thank I think, you. I wish I was more like you at sixteen for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think it's because I've like, f I was probably like, oh, I don't, 
I don't know how long, but I think I was around like 14 when I started to talk about things. Mm, mm. And it's just like helped. Like if you're struggling with something, go try and find someone to talk to. Trust me, it will help. Yeah, It will help. No matter what it is, find someone you trust, like a family friend or a family member or a friend or a... A dog or an animal. It doesn't even. matter. As long as it doesn't matter. As long as you get it off your chest, yeah. you can feel better. Yeah. Like it feels like weight is lifted off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Even though it's hard to talk about things yeah. you struggle with to talk about on a daily basis, trust me, it will feel so much better. Because mm. I've dealt with things n- like probably last year, like almost around the ending, and I felt like I couldn't tell anyone about it and then I told my therapist and it just felt so amazing Mm. to get it off my chest and my cousin Caitlin she's like my best friend Mm. I love her I protect her with all my heart and my Mm. soul and like when she's struggling with things I'm like tell me yeah you can trust me yeah I've dealt with things if you think you're going alone alone with it I'll go through it with you I don't care (laughs) wow you're awesome. <laughs> you know that? You're absolutely awesome. And for someone who's 16, I think that's terrific. You've got yeah. a good head on your shoulders, girl. You're so very wise. Yeah, very wise. Good for you. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Monique's going to be in for a few weeks, so we'll be able to get some more stories out of you as yeah. the weeks go along. And I'm an open book. Yeah, you can ask that's, me anything. that's brilliant. That's so good. At 16, I was so closed off. I think I was so worried about what people Maybe, would think yeah. of me. I was, I was telling fibs about everything yeah. about myself. No, I mean, you've got to tell a little white lie now and no, again. No, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe you do. And I don't think I was the lie, but I was always worried about what people were going to talk we were gonna talk to me, talk about me. Talk I, just, about I just thought like everyone would judge me if they knew my like background. The and, real you. you. Know, the yeah. home I grew up in and all yeah, that stuff. Everyone is so judgmental. And it's I'm terrible. like, how could you be so judgmental? Like, if you told me, like, mm. you did something, I wouldn't be like, oh, you yeah. retard, you did this. <laughs> yeah, so It's know. like we all do different things and it's just yeah. normal. We're it's human life. beings. And and we make mistakes. We learn from their mistakes. Yeah. And it's the only, w- the only way we can mature and, and be better people. So that's awesome. So we're going to go into a – let's have a breather and go yeah. into a bit of music, shall we? And let's play some Sting because I'm going to see Sting tomorrow sting? and some people seeing Sting tonight. Okay. okay. Here we go. More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. And welcome back to Good Vibrations with Mish. And I've got Monique. Hi. I've got Lana. Hello. And I've got a special guest, Lorraine Horsley. Hello, Lorraine. Hello. Good afternoon, team. Good to be here. Thank you for coming in. Um, now, Lorraine is a author, correct? Writer, a speaker. Yes. Um, mentor. Yeah, time to time. <laughs> tutor? Yes, I'm a university tutor. Wow, you full um, on. Yeah, I do a few things. Okay. Um, and also work with the City of Melville Libraries doing events and coordinating events for them as well. Excellent. Talks and things like that. So if it's okay with you, can we go back and talk about your the start of your career? Where did it come from? And were you always English, you know, studying English and that sort of stuff at schools? Did you yep. enjoy that type of thing? Yeah. 100% English. Oh, okay. I was terrified. You'd put a fraction or an algebra equation oh. on the board, I'd want to pass out. Oh, really? So English was always my thing. Yeah. I was addicted to books from a very early age. Uh-huh. My husband will tell you I'm still very much addicted to books. They oh. take over the entire house wherever possible. Okay. 
Um, and I'd always wanted to be a writer. Yeah. Um, so I went to a school. I got three degrees, all basically arts-based. Wow. I'm working on another degree now and higher degree by research to produce a young adult novel. Gosh. Um, and along the way, I worked a lot in media. And everything English-based. Basically, that's my life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so the, so there was definitely a reasoning behind what you're doing now, even from a very early age. Um, and then, so you, from from school, you went obviously went to university. You've done degrees, etc. Where did you? What was your first paying job? My first paying job. We're talking about that off air just now. I worked as a checkout chick. Um, it, when I grew up in England, I think I started when I was 14. Yeah. I was very excited because I got a uniform. It was uh, green. <laughs> it was the most beautiful thing you would ever see. Not. Um, and I was so proud to get that, that first pay packet yeah. and take it home to mum. Absolutely. And, and it would have been cash in those days Yeah, it was. Too. Little, little yellow envelope yeah. with some cash inside. Wow. These guys probably don't know what cash is. No. They're so young. <laughs> no, that's right. I'm trying to teach them even the 80s music and it's just really hard Oh, work. I'm an 80s diehard. Yeah. So I've been bopping along oh, the perfect. last hour or so listening Whereabouts to you in England are you from? Um, I come from Plymouth in Devon. Oh, okay, I'm in Bar- from Berkshire. Yeah. I was born in England myself. Uh, yeah, so. Good spot. Yeah. Lovely. But I love the sunshine over here. So. Oh, yeah. I don't like the heat, though. I mean, it's just, I don't like the heat. I'm yeah. not, I'm I'd definitely warm. Oh, really? No, yeah. I'm the opposite. Any day of the week. I'm the opposite. <laughs> but what, what age were you when you came out? Uh, 17. Okay. Yeah. I was 10. So, so. yeah. Yeah, okay. That's no, when I went and met Joe for the first time, a mutual friend of ours. Wow. Cunning College in year 12. And yeah, when she popped up on air, when we were chatting the other day, I'm thinking, where did she come <laughs> from? I don't know. She must, yeah, because she must be linked to your yeah, account. Yeah. So small we'll have to world. catch up with her. Yeah, no, this is small. So hello, Joe, if you're listening. Um, yeah, we'll have to catch up for a coffee or a ride. Hopefully, you're riding your Harley still. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so yeah, definitely mutual friends. So you've gone to university. You've done checkout, chick. What was your next point of call after the checkout? Uh, I have done so many jobs. I'll be here for the rest of the afternoon. Okay. If I listed them all. I get bored really easily, so I'm always like <laughs> jumping from job to job. As we're older, we have you know. Yeah. Literally, we're going to have a bit of a history. So. Yeah. So I've done all sorts of jobs. Like most of them are English based. I have my own um, video business for a while. Made oh really? Videos, which was pretty incredible. I did some amazing things. I used to live on the gold fields, um, and one of my favorite <laughs> favorite videos I ever made was for Watercorp. They oh. rang me up one day and said, "We've got a job for you, but you're going to have to come down and see us." So I went, oh, oh, okay. This should be interesting. Yeah. So I went. Down and they wanted me to go into the Goldfields water pipeline on a trolley and film the inside <laughs> really? of the pipeline. Yeah, which was great. And wow. I did it. Um, it was amazing. They had this little trolley and I could go from hare to rabbit. That was the two speeds. <laughs> and I'd lie flat on my belly and I'd just fit oh, with my big wow. camera in the line. And then I got pregnant just towards the end oh. of the job. And then they, they ran over time. They're like, we're not going to finish on time. I'm like, oh, well, you've got too bad. You haven't got much time because no. they're going to fit for much longer. Not on that flatbed thing <laughs> going through the pipeway. <laughs> wow. No, so that was fun. So I've done some pretty incredible things along the way. That sounds awesome. Mm. So that would be one thing that you would remember. What's another something else that you remember that oh, was gosh. just... Um, from the media, teaching. from the media, you, oh, teaching. Teaching was a really interesting thing for me because um, the books that I've written, one of the one is called "You've Got This Tips for the Uncertain Student," mm. and like I mentioned earlier, I was English all the way. Yeah, I hated, hated maths up, by the way, yeah. with an absolute passion. Yeah. Um, but then a really bizarre thing happened to me. I went to work for Curtin University in Kalgoorlie um, in their VTech arm, and I said, mm. I'll teach anything but not maths. Oh, so you guess what right. happened? Oh, you're joking. <laughs> no. And I went, look, I don't know that I can do this. And I went, well, you can. You know, you have passed year 12, and it's wow. lower level than that. Give it a go. Yeah. So I went, okay, no worries. And I was one lesson ahead of the students all the way through. Wow. And I remember at one point, we got to a point, and the, 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 someone in the class said to me, oh, this is easy for you. You're the teacher. And I wanted to choke. Oh. And I went, do I tell them? 
Do no, I admit that I don't no. know what I'm doing? Or do I confess uh, or do I keep it to myself? And I said, no, I'm going to tell them. So I said, well, look, guys, this is the deal. Okay. My degrees are in English. I'm one lesson ahead of you. And if I can teach myself algebra, no one here is leaving the room till you can do it Wow. Too. And it was amazing because they were like, That's amazing. you don't get it. And I went, no, I never got it. But so I'm I got that they didn't get it. Oh, and it was right. a really big turning point in my teaching. That's when I suddenly started to realise we tend to pigeonhole ourselves. Yeah. We say, I'm an English person or I'm a maths person yeah. or I can't do yeah. this. And there's usually a reason why we set up those barriers for ourselves. But our brains are smarter than that. Mm. When you think about um, you know, the neuroplasticity that we all have, we can retrain ourselves and wow. retrain our way of thinking. We just need to get out of our own way. So that's why I wrote this particular oh, book. So tell, tell me more about the book then. Mm. Tell me what, what's, it, what's it all about. Well, I've written lots of stuff over the course of my life. Um, I've had a picture book come out last year and I've got lots of other books I normally write for children. Mm. But all my life I've worked in media. Why have you gone, why have you gone with the children's books? Do you want to well, hold that, that up just so the video can see it? Where's the, vi- the correct video? Um, yeah, one. they'll yep. switch it. Switch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so this one I actually wrote before the non-fiction book. Um, it was when the gay marriage vote had just gone through in Australia and I really wanted to write a book for children that whose parents might have gone through a marriage breakup, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted the introduction of a new parent because I'm a step parent myself mm-hmm. um, to show that even though things might be different, it doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Okay. And it was really important to me that the new parent um, you can't tell the gender of that that parent. Mm. It's just called Alex all the way through. Yep. To open it up to more stories for more diverse people from more diverse oh, backgrounds. Terrific. So, so yeah, I've had a good response to this that's picture true. book. So, what's it called? It's called When You Left. When You um, Left. The illustrator Mega is just amazing. She lives in India. The publisher herself is in London. So it's a real like mm. <laughs> um, collaboration internationally. Yeah, that's and awesome. Yeah, and it's um, j- it's a story of hope. It's sad because obviously there's a family breakup and the yeah. child's conflicted. And yeah. but at the end, it's like you know things are better, not yeah. worse. Well, you know, are they better? Are they worse? They're different, and I think I'm okay with that. It's really good. Mm. I like that. That's really good. So you've done a lot of these types of things. It's mainly children for children. Mostly children. I've just launched my first Kickstarter today, which is exciting. Oh, congratulations! Got, um, yeah, thank you. I'm starting. Um, it's a book I wrote 20 years ago, and it's basically a book of kindness. It's called the Magic oh, Lunchbox. I love that idea. It's an early reader chapter book, and it got lots of positive comments from publishers oh, and fantastic. all the rest of it. Oh, good for but you. I couldn't quite get it over the traditional line, so I went right. I'm just going to do it myself. Wow. So well I've engaged done. a local artist called Hannah Katarski, who's just amazing, who's going to do my illustrations. And yeah, hopefully we'll get enough money to get it over oh, the line. So that's terrific. Oh, good luck with that. I hope it all comes comes to fruition. Now this one, um, you've got this, tips for uncertain students. There you go, Monique. <laughs> I this know lots of them. You might, yeah, <laughs> what, the uncertain students? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, why did you write this one? Well, it was funny. Like I've always written fiction, mm. um, and I, as in my life in the media, obviously I was dealing with nonfiction, mm. and I wrote a lot of ghostwriting for nonfiction websites. And I thought, if I was to write a nonfiction book, I was driving. <laughs> what would I write? Mm. And I went, I'd write a book for my students. So when we first started, I teach uni ready at Curtin. W- every semester we do this getting to know your exercise and say, like, you know, what do you think your barriers are? Okay. And I would read every one of them. So some, sometimes it'd be hundreds of them. Yeah. And it would be, um, I'm going to fail. I've always failed. Yeah. I'm anxious. I've got fear of failure. Why would this be any different? Yeah. And that would have been 30% to 50% of the ones that I had in my okay. hand, which was massive. Yeah. And I thought, and these are the guys that are telling me, you know, what about the ones that aren't telling me? Yes. So by the time I got back in my driveway after coming up with this idea, I had every chapter in my head of book. Already. What do these guys need ah. to know? And this is the book I wish I had at 17. Is that right? There you yeah. go. 16 so <laughs> there you go. 17. <laughs> that would be really good it's for me perfect. as well. Like, I'm, I'm 29, but I... 
never actually followed through with like doing tertiary study and like I tried doing uni prep at ACU when I was about 20 but then I had to move out of home and start working full-time so yeah. like that didn't end up working and I'm probably going to end up doing uni ready at Curtin. Good for like you. That's where I want to go. Good choice. I want to do creative <laughs> writing. Wonderful. Um, uh, but in the in the long run, I want to be a teacher. Yeah. So, like, have you got any tips for someone that like wants to go down that path, but is like a quite uncertain about their capacity to and like? Oh, hundred percent. I could talk to you for weeks, <laughs> but we've only got a few minutes. So, <laughs> honestly, I was yeah, I was going to say that. Um, it's interesting because it says how to get your higher education off to a good start build confidence and achieve study success. So really this isn't just for 17-year-olds. This is because I went back to TAFE two years ago. So I was out of the schooling system for 35 years, went back to TAFE, and I was really scared. There's a fly in here. Really scared and very anxious about moving into that, that area again um, because it is a scary place to be when you haven't been at school for 35 years. But um, TAFE was a brilliant, brilliant yeah. source of, um, of education. I loved it. But um, yeah, the, you need. I really needed the confidence, and I, I lacked confidence walking in the door. But I came out with some great confidence as well. But this book, so so some of the the um, chapters, for example, it says know you're smart and know you and know you are smart. Yes, that's a spelling thing. So you can't see that on radio, but it's the your y o u r and, and the R-A. your as in you are. Yeah. Um, and that again comes back to a little bit to that pigeonhole we were talking about earlier. Um, is that you have that inbuilt smart? For me, that was always English, mainly because my dad was an avid reader. He taught me to be okay. an avid reader. I loved reading. Yeah. I became English based. Yep. Um, but we tend to pigeonhole ourselves. So know what your smart is. For me, it was English, but don't pigeonhole yourself. I can now do maths and I'm not frightened anymore. I haven't found my smart yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably because you've got many of them. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and the, um, the know you're smart, as in you are smart, yeah. is your brain is as perfectly capable of learning and achieving as anybody else's mm. and the barriers we create are mostly our own. So to come back to your question, um, the tip I would give you is get out of your own way. Because you are as capable of achieving, I heard some of your story on the way down, is anybody else's. And it really is about putting your, f- your foot on that first rung of the ladder mm. and you just keep progressing. And yes, you'll have knockbacks and yes, you'll fail, but you will get to the top rung and you'll look back and you go, thank goodness I started when I did. <laughs> and I see that all the time. One of my mature age students, actually, I've taught uni ready for many years now. I ran into her last year and I taught her very basic communication through uni ready mm. and she was just completing her PhD. Wow. So... It's possible. Wow. And you just, if you know where you want to head, you can get there. And I have no doubt about that. And that's that's what the book's about, is about that. It's not so much a book on how to study, because there's a million of them out there. Oh, absolutely. And how to pass exams. This is about how to be brave enough to give it a go in the first place and to back yourself. So I'm in that book. I'm your little cheerleader. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'll get Mish to send you a copy, and then you'll you'll have me in your head going, you can do it. You can do it. And you too. You get a copy too. Yeah, (laughs) it's awesome. What's what's your why as a chapter three? What does that mean? What's your why? That's an interesting one. Um, when I say to my students initially, why are you here? They say, oh, because I want to be a teacher or an architect or a doctor. And I go, yeah, but what's really your why? So that comes back to why are you actually here? Like for some people, it's I've always wanted to be a vet and that's what I'm working towards. Other people might be, oh, you know, everyone in my family has gone to university, so I want to go to. Okay. Or it might be that, you know, I'm expected to achieve, so therefore. So then it's like assessing why you're there and how well do you think you will do based on what your motivation is for being there. So if I'm externally motivated because my family expect me to be there, that might be enough or it might not be enough. No. But if I'm Mm. there because I'm there for me, 
that then it's that's probably going to be enough. That's the difference. And I started heaps of courses that I've quit because they weren't quite right, the right thing at the right time. Like how you said you started at ECU, well, certainly wasn't the right time in your life because life gets in the way. Mm. But yeah. that's only a sidestep. And that was then. The end of the it's road. not now. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is okay to quit. You know, if they're not yeah. right for you, because yeah. people think oh, you've got to finish it, you've got to finish it, you've got to finish it. But by the time you finished it, you've got oh, you know, what a waste of a year or a waste of two years yeah. you've just had. Because you know it really wasn't what I wanted if you're to do. In the right place yeah, doing exactly. The right thing. All through the book, there's got notes of encouragement in here, yes. um, from lots of people throughout the world. What would be your favourite? Now we'll put you oh, on the spot. Oh gosh, now. that is a hard one. Um, it's probably one from uh, another author friend of mine, actually called Diane Wolfer. Um, and I've sort of stolen her phrase a bit because she she's done a PhD as an older oh, person. Right. She had other degrees. She was a teacher, um, and she's written all these award-winning books. Just amazing writer, and she completed her PhD. And she said, "There's a lot to be said for being a determined plodder." So that's it. It's all oh, about just putting one really? foot in front of the other. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I like the way you've got that little. Um, Pictures in there. Where was it? Something about hot chips. It's time for coffee and some hot tips. Hot tips. And there's actually hot tips in like the chip. Looks like a chip thing. Yeah. With a <laughs> so cute. <laughs> um, the cartoonist is actually a really good friend of mine. Oh, cool. Um, and I said I wanted the book to be really accessible because there's lots of really heavy academic books. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted there to be quotes to motivate people. I wanted cartoons to sort of lift it and make lift it, a bit it fun. slightly. Because you remember, there's there's sixteen or seventeen year olds reading this book yeah, as well. Yeah. So I want it to be really accessible. Yeah. And, and Shantira, who did the cartoons for me, did a really good job of encapsulating that. Yeah, um, that's my, awesome. One of my favourite pictures in there actually is a photo of somebody sitting next to a monster, and the monster is fear. And it's like, you know, oh, fear is your friend. This one's procrastination. Oh, yeah, there's the monster back again. Yeah, I hate procrastination. Yep. It's my worst. I hate it. Absolutely. Is, yeah, and the reason it. we procrastinate, one of the reasons we procrastinate is quite interesting. There's a chapter in there called the two Ps, mm. and that's procrastination and perfectionism. And we wait and we think, oh, we'll do this essay when it's going to be perfect, when I have the perfect oh. amount of time and the perfect resources. So you, then really? you procrastinate. Which feeds the perfectionism, and then you end up in this horrible loop. But what if there's no perfectionism involved in that procrastination? Well, procrastinating. Totally that's why you're procrastinating. There's lots of reasons. Often it's fear. Often it's like, I'll do oh, it later. I think so. I think fear yeah, would because be the I'm big one. Like, again, I'm, I don't think it's going to be good enough. I'm not ready enough. The person next to me is much smarter than me. All of those things that you think about. Mm. Um, so we procrastinate. I'm the world's best procrastinator. Really? But I I'm also really good at doing things well in the last minute. So you've oh, also got to know okay. what works well for you. Yeah, I need yeah, that little bit yeah. of pressure yeah. I'm a to deadline, do better. Deadline person. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not. If I'm I know I'm someone's going to put their boot on my neck in about like a day, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go really fast now. <laughs> no, like, for example, yeah. I'm going on holidays in, in about a six to eight weeks, and I've been packing my bag for a month already. So that's how, <laughs> how that's how much I'm a planner. I couldn't stand the last yeah. minute thing. No, I'm not a planner. I'm a planner I'm a for by sure. By the seat of the pantser. Yeah. And that's there's one me. In that's oh, me. Oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. I can't stand that. I can't do it. And there's an animation here that says you can't hit a target that you're not able to see. So that's where your goals come in. That's where the goals Go come in. Your goals. Yeah. And a goal that's without a plan is just a dream. So you need to make those steps happen. That's okay. I like it. It's really good. So I would su definitely suggest that uh, anyone who's... Oh, there we go. There's fear. Have some ice cream. Make <laughs> fear your friend. Do not fear it. So there's, there's a, a, some, a student sitting next to a, a monster that's got fear on his T-shirt and uh, he's asking the monster, have some ice cream. And um, they're saying, make fear your friend, yeah. don't fear it. And the reason that chapter's in there, again, I, I think like most of us are afraid to make that commitment to starting oh, something new. Um, and fear is there to keep us safe. So we've got that inborn, innate yeah. fear. You know, mm. once upon is a that time a flight and fight Yeah, we would have been attacked by it? like tigers and lions and mm. bears. So we have that oh fear. My. So that fear is now shifted to a fear of the classroom or a fear of maths. 
Um, so the fear is always going to be there. I'm doing my higher degree by research. I'm still scared I'm going to fail. Mm. But the difference is I know I can trick myself into getting further along the path. That's so awesome. So That's embrace really the fear. <laughs> so the book that we're discussing is um, You've Got This and it's Tips for the Uncertain Student by Lorraine Horsley as a Dixie book. Um, where can we get hold of it? Um, it's available everywhere online, only in hard copy at the moment. We haven't got the ebook out yet. Um, so through on my website, lorrainehorsley.com. But the best bet is probably to go onto Book Depository because mm. you don't pay postage. So oh, it makes it that little there bit you cheaper. Go. I'll definitely look into that. You're doing year 12 this year. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> You've got this. I got this. You've got You've this. Got this. There will yeah. be questions later. And then, the, <laughs> and then the children's book when you when you when you left. Sorry, um, it's the children's book about um, separation and um, parent separation. Yep, that's with step parents, etc. It's really beautiful and it's just gorgeous book. I haven't picked up a child's book in years. <laughs> I love the illustrations that um, so Mega has just brought so much to the story that I would it's never have envisaged. And I reckon she was stalking me because I look at those yeah, pictures. Yeah, the pictures are very similar. Of the aren't mum, they? it's very much like. Have me, you I asked reckon. her that? No, I haven't been tempted you to. Sure? I, I, I should. I should actually ask because just it's to clear quite it up once and for all. I think <laughs> I like that book because, like, I can relate to it because my parents are divorced and my mom has a boyfriend and my dad has a girlfriend, so it's like. It's also bringing in what the step parents get a vision on. So, like, yeah. it's good for like young kids who are dealing with that, and then they yeah. like know because it must be hard as a child to understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Someone who's who's leaving your home environment and there's someone new walking in the door. It must yeah. be extremely confusing. Well, my, um, my stepchildren are both in their mid-30s mm. now. It makes me feel terribly old. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, and I've got a couple of grandkids and we've got also three children of our own. So it's five kids all together. And I often think about that when I first met Jeff, my husband. Like there's my stepchildren were five and seven when we got married. And they were so young. Mm. And they also had a step a little bit further down the track. A stepfather came into their okay. life because their mum you know, yep. met somebody yep. new. Um, and, of course, initially it's really hard because nobody really knows what their roles are. No. Well, I was 20, all of 23. Wow. And I had like an instant family. What would I do with these people? Yeah, am I allowed to tell the kids off or, you know, <laughs> that type of thing? How far do you go with them? Um, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. And over the years, obviously, we've, we've come incredibly close. I'm really blessed that we all got on really well, mm. including, like, my husband's ex and mm. her, her partner. Yeah, lucky. And now that my children are a lot older, I remember when Jessica, my, the eldest one, my stepdaughter, was in high school, and she said to me, like, people still say to me now, do you wish your parents got back together? Oh. And she said, but no, because then I wouldn't have you and I wouldn't have Darren in my exactly. life. I've got four parents. There you go. And that's a great thing. Yeah, so there you go. You get four lots of Christmas presents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Birthday present. I never thought of that. But then you get told off four times. So, oh, you know, yeah. Oh, okay. I think, like, for a lot of kids, like, if they if it's normalised for them and they they actually get love from, like, all different kinds yeah. of... Yeah. Like, because my son, like, like I, I'm not with, like, his, um, his other mum and we had, hadn't really been his entire life. And, like, um, it was funny. We were, we were driving back to mum's one day after picking him up and mum asked him, like, Ben, who are your parents? And he started listing off his aunties and uncles oh and like his wow. grandparents <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. I think I was like fifth on the list. Like <laughs> <laughs> I had to like kind of look at him and be like, "Hi, I'm here." <laughs> um, and and but like but like he he actually you know like he believed it. Like he, for him, his parents are all the people, all the grown ups in his life that have kind of raised him. That's great. Know, like that's that's yeah. his understanding of what a parent is. Like it's not just uh, like your mum's. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like 
you know, like all the all of the people that are your, your grown ups. So that's fantastic that's to be surrounded by all yeah. that love, yeah. and that's who you think you are. And he speaks of it so naturally, like you know, he doesn't seem yeah. to have any like hard feelings about you know that he hasn't got like this. It's going to be very expensive you know. on Mother's Day. Yeah, <laughs> 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 very costly. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's wonderful. Um, have you got any other questions you want to ask? I'll put you on the spot. Mm. All good. Because you do, Lorena's have been in ABC Radio, so mm. you want to go on radio. So maybe you want to talk to her about her past in the in the radio scene. Okay. Um, when did you start doing radio? Well, I actually got into radio by accident. So <laughs> when I did my first degrees, I majored in film, television, and writing, and I've worked in TV and I've worked as a journalist. And I actually wasn't interested in radio at all. Mm. And I got offered a job at ABC doing some online stuff, online stories, which I loved. And then I started recording stories and I fell in love with the medium oh. and I didn't want to leave. And I got offered the Saturday morning job and I did that. And I remember that my first night on air, you guys are doing fantastically well. <laughs> I was Thank so you. frightened. I wouldn't walk into the studio. like Even though I worked there, I used to hate just walking into oh. the, even being in the studio, terrified the life out of me. The night before, I had to take Valium because <laughs> I couldn't sleep. <laughs> and then when I got on air, I had my boss sitting next to me and he said, I'll talk you through it. It's all good. And yeah. we had all the knobs and switches. And it, we were on air, I think, at five past six. At three minutes past six, I decided I was going to vomit. Oh, and no. And he's going to find a bucket. <laughs> the ABC didn't know the bucket. Oh, the no. best I could do with this is empty fish tank. <laughs> oh, so my God. You're kidding. This empty, luckily, there was no fish in it. Empty fish tank between my legs, <laughs> spending half the show thinking, I'm going to be sick, and the other half thinking, but if I am sick, he's going to see it because it's a fish tank. Yeah. Um, but we got through the first show, and I got through the halfway <laughs> through, and I said to him, I, we were in the news, and I went, you tell me now, and I will never set foot in this studio. He said, don't be stupid. You'll get used to it. And I did. Yeah. And then I ended up being the morning's presenter wow. for years for Golf with Zesperance, and I was lucky enough to work as a producer on um, Ian Cameron's breakfast show when oh, I came back to fantastic. Perth. So an amazing career, an amazing opportunity just because I said yes even though I was terrified. There you which go. comes back to the There you go. Fight be the afraid fear. but do it anyway. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. That's that's something you want to do is you want to do radio. Yeah. yeah amazing medium. I would walk back into radio tomorrow if I had the chance. Look, I've never ever thought about radio. I've only been in this since October last year and I literally walked through the door, had no idea what I was walking into. And I think it was like two weeks later I had my own show. I'm thinking, well, well, you know, what's going on? I love it. It's fantastic. And it's the most intimate thing. Like I've, by the time I got here today, I haven't listened to you mm. guys on the way down yeah. in the car. Yeah. I thought, oh, I know these people. I'm yeah. not so scared <laughs> anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know stuff. And, and, and the other reason why I do my show is it's a mental health awareness is my show. So And I meet so many different people and so many different stories that I've learnt from learnt their stories and learnt a lot about myself in the same time. It's just brilliant. I just absolutely love it. So, uh, and, and as we talked about it before, that it's very much, you have to be very much in the moment because you can't think about what's happening tomorrow and you can't think about what's happened yesterday. It's exactly now and that's just what I need for my mental health. Yeah, it's just very all about the now. The the now. Yeah. Yeah, you so can't it's, it's drift brilliant. off on radio because people notice. No, <laughs> no, you can't. I think I've done it once, not drift off, but I've forgotten the song's almost finished and I've, there was a bit of a delay before the next one. <laughs> oh, gosh, I forgot that one. Yeah, but no, it's just been brilliant. So um, I recommend anyone coming in and you guys will be uh, definitely our next step in the, the doors with uh, Alana and Monique yeah. coming in, which is fantastic. Um, so thank you so, so much for coming in. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been lovely. And if you ever want to come back... I'll be in that, definitely. Yeah, that'd be, oh, please, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Good luck with your teaching. Good luck with your radio. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck with your radio Thank talk. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've just come back from a beautiful holiday in Singapore and C- Cambodia. I oh, know. It was amazing. Wow. Um, my husband and I are involved with Rotary, um, and they partner with a, a group called Sustainable Cambodia, and it's all about... 
um, empowering the communities and the communities have to invest as well yep. as Rotary yep. and they put money in and I went to the most we went on the back of a tractor to one of the villages that's how remote it was yep. and we're like we saw their cow and the latrines and yep. the wells that have been put in as part of a Rotary project yep. and the change in these people's lives just by that's having amazing. water I will never look at water the same way no, again no isn't that amazing mm. yeah just incredible when experience. I go on ho- I've been to Vietnam um, and I've been to Singapore oh look there's a picture look, you would have seen the other yeah Oh yeah, <laughs> breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, we um, when every time I go on a holiday to either Bali or Vietnam, um, I always take um, these packs that I make up. It's got a toothbrush in it. It's got a pen or pencil in it. It's got um, some sort of toy, usually one of those party poppers or something. Um, it, it's something for the kids. So the kids get like a gift pack. So every time I go around the villages and I see kids, I give them a, a little, little and they're so yeah. excited about just yeah. nothing to me. But it's um, and lollipops usually got a lollipop in it. I love doing that. Yeah, love it is incredible. That. Like yeah. my husband and I sponsor a child basically to stay in school, and that's mm. a large part of what sustainable mm. Cambodia is about. And it doesn't take a lot of money every year just to keep them in school, mm. and they're just so grateful yeah. to be in school because yeah. it means they can start stepping out of that poverty that's trap. That's right. That's so right. we got there, and we were like rock stars. Like they'd warned yes. us, but we got off the bus, and these kids were lining the path to the wow. school singing, and they had all these amazing oh. like scarves and stuff they'd made, and draped them around our necks and clapped us in, and I'm like. That's just oh, so yeah, I was a, like a sobbing mess. By yeah. the day. <laughs> well, like, what's wrong with this woman? Yeah. But it was. It was r- a really emotional experience. To yeah, I, you, we in Vietnam, we went to orphanages and handed out uh, pens and schooling yeah. and the stationary stuff. Yeah. It was just the smallest thing you can offer is just a big it was thing. So for them. It was just wonderful. And I left a couple of my books there too. So oh, that's fantastic. Now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so that's that's fantastic. I've travelled the world with my books. <laughs> that's really good and good for you. See, it's your goal. So where to next? <laughs> well, I've got that Kickstarter happening. My goal this year is to get four books out. Mm. Um, I've got a possibility of another one with the same publisher, which mm-hmm. is a uh, children's uh, young adult story. Yep. Um, I've got another one um, that I've written, which is a, an adult novel, which I'd actually oh. like to self-publish okay. just for the joy of doing yeah. it. Um, and I've got another series that I'm hoping the same cartoonist that did that will help me oh, brilliant. put together. for a, It's a, a series for boys called This is Sid, Aussie Kid. Mm. A lot of the boy early readers out there are all about sportsmen or heroes. Yep. or And this is just about a nice, kind kid who uh, does Brilliant. I love that. So love that. Love that. That's so awesome. I'll let you know when that's out. I'll yeah, send it yeah no, come back. Yeah, come back <laughs> and tell me. Yeah, but we'll definitely keep in contact and I'm always looking for people yeah. to come in and have a chat. Right. It's just a chit-chat, isn't it? Nice chit chat. Yeah, yeah, that's been so yeah it's been fantastic. Yeah, it's so, Lorraine, thank you so much for coming in. Um, I'm going to go. I'm an '80s freak, so I'm going to go over to an '80s song if you've got one up for me, because you did it all. Um, I well just yeah. chose something random. You did chose something because <laughs> you don't know any of these songs. I'm so. an '80s girl too. When I was at the ABC, every now and again, we'd have our set playlist and we'd have a couple of songs that you were allowed to play. Oh yeah, always an '80s track. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I have got. There is an '80s track on here because all my crate is '80s. But Monique's been doing the, the, the um, uh, deck the today, so she's just been clicking anything in. So, <laughs> yeah, this, this would definitely be 80. So, thanks again and have a great weekend. Thanks so much. You too. More music, better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. And you're back with Mish and Monique and Lana on Good Vibrations on a Friday. Hello. We're nearly finished. You've oh done really god. well. Oh my god, last of day. I know. Oh my god. Should I never come back again? Were you expecting to go on air when you come here today? No. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do that to you. They throw you Stra- in the deep end. And like you know what? Sometimes it's your best way to learn. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's how I would, would prefer to learn. Well, I've had fun talking to everyone that's today. Good. Thank you. Um, Lana is a poet and she's going to give us one of her poems today. So I'll take take the floor. Okay. Um, this is one from... 
like probably about a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is before rehab? Before rehab. So I think this is kind of like a lot more indicative of what my thought process was back then. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. at the, the time I wrote this, I was like coming off a of medication and I thought I was going to try and go without medication for a while. Uh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. always very scary yeah. as a person with bipolar because yep. medication is generally quite important yeah. when you have yeah. something <laughs> like that. Like, um, you like to think that otherwise at times and it always doesn't ends work. poorly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, just kind of some fears around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's called spin cycle noggin or tentative demedication fears. How long then until you break down for further maintenance once more? How long then until you have no more friends again, like a home again, fall in love with the streets again? How long then until you're lulled by life into a sense of security or desperation, believe that you no longer need to play safe? How long then until reason is outweighed by feeling, stagnation forces your hand, pushes you into something you're not ready for? How long then until you're ready for anything, anything at all, those important things you're ignoring, planning for whilst also around, making mountains of in your mind? How long then until too much time has passed, too much distance left to bridge gaps. Will you keep on track if you lose your light? How long then until renewed creativity spawns into insanity? How long then until you get to experience what fresh hell your head can produce, where it will take you? How long then? 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 Gosh. That was, <laughs> that was deep. Mm. God. They are always deep, but that's how you're feeling at the time. Yeah. yeah, and I think that one's like, and it kind of it's important from where I'm at now as well because like I'm coming up to the point where like because in the rehab there's stages so mm. like at the moment I'm stage three, and hopefully when I get back today I'll have my paperwork for stage four oh, the, la- awesome. the last stage. Yeah. How many stages are there? Four. So four. I'm coming up to the okay. last stage now. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty Good cool. Job. Um, and like uh, over the last couple of weeks, like I like. This 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 week this week has been really good. Like I've been just waking up happy, like with a smile on my face. It's Aww. been really weird. It doesn't happen that often, but the last three days I'm just like getting up and I'm like, I'm still tired, but I should be grumpy, but I'm wow, not grumpy. I'm just like awesome. happy. Um, I'm not mad at the people that are happy in the morning anymore. <laughs> um, and yeah, but the, for the few weeks prior, like I've really been kind of worrying. Like prior to coming here. Mm. I, everything was still kind of up in the air. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for work. Um, yeah. If I do stage off and I have, because when I get to the next stage, I'll be having up to four days, four weekdays off and then the weekends as well. So That's I only right. be in program yeah. for one day. Yeah. So I, if I don't have something to fill that time, yes. like I'm, I'm going to basically feel like I'm just floating in the void, you yep. know, like not, That's where the danger not feeling hits. like I've got that structure. I need some sort of structure. Yep. Um, yeah. So like I was, I was just really, really worried and like having a lot of fears, like thinking, you know, what if I make it all the way through rehab and then I leave and I've got no, no nothing holding me accountable, no structure, and you know, like I I get I start isolating, I get mm. in my head and yep. I you know yep. go and relapse or anything like that, or even just stop looking after myself and just you know yep. like wherever. But you've got go. IPL radio now. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> he has us now. Yes. But so like I I mean because. Because of all the stuff that's happened in my past, like even though I'm aware I'm here now mm. and everything is good now, like I'm still also kind of aware that I'm not exactly 
in the most secure positions. Like, I'm still homeless. Um, hopefully coming out of rehab soon. And mm. like, while I'm going to have accommodation and things like that, it's it's all it's not going from thing. one temporary thing yeah. to another temporary thing to another temporary thing. And I've been in those kind of temporary, yep. moderately unsafe envir- environments for so long that, like, security is not s- like even though I feel safe and secure where I'm at now. Yep. I'm still aware it's only temporary. So like this kind of this, this when I start to get into like that fear and like start to think of like what if what if this okay. bad thing happens or what if this bad thing happens like that's how my brain was wired for so long because mm. I was living in those bad things. Mm. So like yeah. it's not like all of this is just completely like unfounded or it's not yeah, not you know at what all. I mean like yeah. that's that's why like when I do start to worry about that stuff I feel like that's it's probably a good thing to go th- go through, like mm. when I like working through it. Instead of sitting with it for like weeks, yep. I started with sat with it for a couple of days and spoke about it in counselling, yep. and you know actually spoke good. about it, which which helped a lot because yep. I could use somebody else as a soundboard that actually yes. knows what they're about and they mm-hmm. know me sometimes <laughs> in ways that are better than how I can see myself. You yeah. know, we all have a warped view of ourselves. So mm. yeah, so that's I think awesome. that's really indicative of where mm. I was over the last few weeks as mm. well. Because it's always a fear that you know. I'm just gonna, you know, maybe fall into the depression pit again. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, or something. Yep. Like life throws something at me that I can't handle again. So you, know? you have to fill that void with something. Yeah. So hopefully I can, um, yeah, fill it with the good stuff. Which yeah, absolutely. I'm, like, I'm a lot more confident I can do. I, it I know now. you can. Yeah. I know you can. And if you ever feel like you're going back down that hill, come and knock an IPL door or yeah. ring. You have. Here as your secure place. Mm, Every yeah. everyone loves you here. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but um, yeah, like in the back of your head, you're always going to be ticking about what you've learnt in rehab and yeah. all the structures you've have. Because if you feel like you're going back in that place, try and remember what they taught you. Mm. Yeah, and it will just keep repeating in your head. Because with my dad, he likes to repeat things. So like every time he goes to say something, I'm like. Yes, this, 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 this. So it's always structured in my head. Mm. So I reckon you'll be you'll be okay. I think as well, like one thing I know is going to be really important for me when I get out of rehab. Like I'm already doing it now, but it's like Narcotics Anonymous, which yeah. is like um, yeah. just called NA. I, yeah. And like that, that is like another form of structure. Yes. Like yeah. Yes. You can find a meeting all over town like every single day of the week oh really and like if you ca- can't go to a meeting in person there's like online meetings oh cool you can connect to things all around the world you can basically at any given moment if you're having a rough time wow you that's great go to a meeting and like i think that level of support is not something mm. you find in many other things and it's like really beneficial for anyone that's in recovery like i can't recommend it more highly mm. and like it's like the social aspect of it is yeah. really important because it's like a room full of people that the same. get where you're yeah. going, yeah. Like where you're coming yeah. from, and all that kind of stuff. Like they might not have the exact same story as you, but there are a lot of common threads yeah, that kind of like bind you together. And yep. it's just, yeah, it's amazing. That's brilliant. So you've got to keep brilliant. up with that. So yeah. 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 Well, as I said, you've got to fill in your time. So do that. You know, the door at IPL is always open. Come in if you have to come in. Um, yeah, you just got to fill fill your time. But I, I, you'll be fine. And it, the more you come in to us and the more you do this radio, the, the, the more confident you'll be and the more you'll want to do it. So Yeah. And you know that you want to head towards your own show, so. That would be pretty cool. You know. So I want to share my, like, yeah. my music taste. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I know. I'll get there. Not on my show, mate. <laughs> so she's on holiday. Let's yeah. not tell her. No. <laughs> Let's just not tell her, guys. <laughs> if we I can play her own. Monique and Remember Lana are playing songs that we like. Remember yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Remember it's internet based and it's barley the same time. I can log in and listen to you anytime. <laughs> oh, no. So it's yeah. 12 o'clock? Yeah. All right. Switch, switch it over. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. I'm sure you'll be We're fine. Getting, like, I'll be like... Getting on Facebook like angry calls from Mish. Like, yeah, what no, are you doing to do that show? <laughs> no, but you, but that's the reason why you need your own because you can do your own thing. That's the best yeah. part of being a radio host. You play your own music. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. and that's that was my we thing. Gotta, we got to find me a co-host as well. Yeah, there me. You <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's always. I think we bounce off each other. You pretty do. Well. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah right. we do. This is really good. I and bounce off people a lot. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's in the right way. But that's what you got to find. Your co-host. You do need to bounce off your co-host really well. It's yeah. a bit of banter, and I like a yeah. bit of banter. And because uh, there's no point in someone sitting there and just not saying anything. It's what's the point of being here? You got to have that. Com- that I don't know teamwork. Yeah, just a really good communications good, with each other. Yeah, I was about to say good communication mm. skills. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not a talker normally, but this is the most I talk all week, I think. And uh, my voice goes a bit funny at the end, which is I think it's going a bit now. But yeah, I don't talk normally during <laughs> the week. You oh, if I you talk a lot, I, I get sick of the sound of my own voice. No, like <laughs> if you if you ask my mum or dad, they would be like, "Oh, Monique talks nonstop. Oh, oh my god, well, you're perfect for radio." <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Okay, we're going to play another couple more songs because I think Cheryl's coming in for the 3 o'clock show. She does a Dancing Through the Decades. Let's play a couple more. Actually, we're going to do a couple of ads I think we'll do now. Um, We've got to get through our ads because they're the only ones paying the bill. Yep, so let's do that and then we'll play some music after that. Thanks. Okay, bye. More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. And for the last time this Friday, you're with Mish on Good Vibrations with my work experience assistant, Monique. <laughs> Monique. <laughs> and my co today. Hello. Hello, Lana. Um, so we're going to... Ch- uh, s- uh, s- oh, I've gone tongue-tied. I'm a bit tired, actually. That's right. That's me, Cheryl. Cheryl's here. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl's dancing with the decades this yeah. afternoon from 3 till 6, 5.30. Well, it's been 5.30 because I have to leave early because I've got a busy. show tonight. Yeah, she's got a show on tonight. So what are you doing on your show today uh, uh, with Dancing with the Decades? Looking at movies, uh, dancing, dance movies mm-hmm. and their soundtracks and their music. Yeah, Footloose. Yeah, Footloose. I've got the foot. They're my favourites. So I'm leaving to them last because okay. I always play that music. So I'm doing a few other ones that I don't yeah. haven't talked about before. For an example, um, Step Up, oh, Take the Lead, right. um, Take the Lead, uh, Centre Stage. Yes. Uh, the last dance, save the last dance. I always get that, mm. um, and a few others like yeah, the step cool. up series. And yeah, yeah. I there's like others them. that I can stick in there, but it's like they're for my acrobatic ones because yeah. they bring it on and stuff. But oh, right. they're sort of dancey, but they're more for acrobatics. And I'm will be do. I think it's acrobatics next week. I'm gonna cheerleading as well is a big thing. There's a lot yeah. of cheerleading. Yeah, yeah and so well. I'll probably do acrobatics and cheerleading yes, and all that next same week. Same thing. Yeah, well. awesome. So that sounds really good, and lots of music as well. Yes. So it's time for us to say goodbye. So I thank uh, Monique for sitting at the desk today and taking control of my board <laughs> <laughs> um, it has been a pleasure having you in and I will see you Fridays in future for a while yep. and Lana I appreciate you coming in with your stories and your 
um, wonderful wisdoms and po- not stories. Well, story, yeah, stories and poems. Yeah, stories and poems. Yeah, yes. which has been fantastic. And you both been an open book today, so it's really appreciated. Thank you for um, listening. So everybody have a great weekend. Um, Stay safe, have a good weekend, and whatever you may be doing, even if you're not doing anything, just relax and have Going a good to time. Are oh, you really? <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Eventually, I'm seeing Sting tomorrow, so that should be good. Um, yeah, be a good weekend for everybody. So stay safe, relax, do whatever you need to do, and uh, I'll see you. Or oh, if you need to catch up with me, I'm on Mish IPL on Facebook, I'm also on TikTok and YouTube. So if you want to check me out, and I've got a few videos on there and trying to keep the IPL page running. Um, yeah, it's M-I-S-H space IPL. And um, we'll put, pass you over to Cheryl. This is a going out song. This is That Power by Will I Am and Justin Bieber. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio.